Hey there, beautiful. Yes, you. This is Miriam Albert, your host of the Let's Breathe Beautiful podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I know it seems like our days can be filled with so many demands. Was I a good enough mom today? Did I tell my loved ones how much they really mean to me? Did I check off all the to-dos? Oh boy, I forgot to move the laundry into the dryer. Again. I get it, friend. I don't know about you, but often if my mouth isn't running, my mind definitely is. In a time with so much available at our fingertips, sometimes what our hearts are craving the most is just permission to slow down and breathe, to simply just be, and that that would be enough. The good news is we were created for a life of peace. And even better news, it doesn't come at the price the world may tell us it does. Sound too good? Well, friend, grab your favorite cup of coffee and let's make space to breathe together and be reminded of who we are and whose we are. There's plenty of room at the table. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Breathe Beautiful. I am super excited because it is Christmas Eve Eve. (laughs) How many of you have been waiting to say that, right? Um, I am recording this on December 23rd and um, just going to be real with y'all. We are hosting Christmas and so I have my dryer going. You're probably going to hear all the things. I do have my kids in bed, so you probably won't hear them um, unless they're not actually asleep. But yeah, just being real, raw, honest, (laughs) there might be a little bit of background noise on this episode, and that is okay because tonight, well, I guess by the time you listen to this tomorrow or in the future, um, we are really going to dive into just the waiting period of our life. And this has really been on my heart for a couple weeks. And actually I've waited to come out with a new episode because I just kept coming back to this message, but I just felt like it was rushed and there was more to it. And so I would record bits and pieces and just, it never felt ready to be released. And so coming to you tonight, starting all over again, um, because I really wanted to wait on the Lord and see, you know, what, who is waiting right now? What are they waiting on? And really what's been the waiting period in my life and what have I learned through that? And I can tell you right now, this last year has been just that a huge waiting period, um, refining period for my life personally. And I'll share a little bit about that. But the reason I think that the timing of this message is so important and is like probably just tugging on my heartstrings is because, you know, we, it's Advent, right? We are two days away from Christmas. And while I know there are arguments on whether or not December 25th was really the day of Jesus's birth, you know, for the sake of this podcast and us celebrating, we're just going to go with it. But again, you know, Advent really to like, has just made more sense to me this year than ever, you know, before this, it's always been a, you know, the little chocolate calendars or the little cheese calendars or the little craft calendars or, you know, whatever it may be. 
and totally not knocking those whatsoever. But this year, I just remember wanting to do something a little different that really tied in, like we talked about on the last episode, you know, more of Christ, right? (laughs) Not more of all the extra fluff, but just more about preparing our hearts for Him. And so I think about that and just the anticipation building up to His birth. You know, it's like I can't even get my mind there sometimes when I think about it because here we are on the side after Christ has been born in the flesh and, and, you know, raised to life. And so we're on this other side of that waiting period. But I think about, you know, all the people in the old Testament and what that must have been like, like, I think that my weight can be a lot, but oh my goodness, like we know Jesus now, you know, and to know that they didn't know when he was coming. They didn't know when he would be born. They didn't know, you know, they knew there was a promise of somebody, but like they didn't know, you know, he was not here yet. And it's just, it's like mind boggling for me to really try to wrap my brain around what it must have been like to live life in those days. Um, I feel like we got the better end of, you know, (laughs) of the bargain, if you will. Um, but anyway, I was just really been reflecting on that this last month because that's really truly what Advent is about. You know, it's the anticipation of what is coming and what are we celebrating this time of year? His birth, right? And so I was actually talking to a girlfriend about this and then this message was just re, you know, edified today when I saw a post from our pastor that was talking about this very same thing. And I was like, yes, this is, you know, I'm going to share that with you here at the end of this episode. But anyway, when the girlfriend and I were talking, um, we were, we were just talking about waiting. She's in a waiting period in her life. Um, she's actually shared on this podcast before with, you know, waiting to have a baby, um, facing some, Await in terms of getting pregnant. And I just have so many other loved ones in my life right now that I've, that I see, you know, over the last year that are waiting for clean health reports from their doctor, you know, friends that are just really going through it in terms of their physical bodies. And, you know, for others, it might be waiting on an engagement, you know, waiting on a relationship, maybe your heart is longing to be with someone and, you know, you're, you're still in that waiting period, or maybe you're waiting for the next job, uh, the next job promotion or a job in general, right? I know right now there's a lot of companies that have been laying people off. We have other friends in that situation. And so regardless of what it is, we all probably have somewhere in our life where we or someone we know is in a waiting period. And let's be honest. I mean, I don't know about you, but waiting is not always fun to me. Like we live in a microwave society where we can have so much of what we need in an instant, right? And so it really is an opportunity to strengthen a lot of muscles, if you will. Um, You know, maybe not physically, but, you know, in terms of spiritually, emotionally, mentally, you know, growing a little bit more mentally strong, Um, and spiritually, because, you know, there's so much gold 
and the weight when we choose to look for that. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And so, you know, what I really was sensing when I was sitting down to just prepare to, to chat with you all tonight, um, I really kind of just saw it going from, you know, what are we, what are we waiting on? Right. And changing the focus from a what to who. Okay. So let me elaborate on that a little bit. So from a worldly perspective, a worldly weight, you know, my girlfriend and I were talking about this and she said, you know, when we're waiting from a worldly perspective, it's like sitting in a waiting room in a doctor's office. You know, you're just waiting for your number to be called basically. Um, for us, <laughs> that looks more like waiting in the Costco line for our number to be called for our pizzas every time we go shopping there, you know, but you get the point. It is um, usually kind of mundane. You know, you're not thinking about really any growing. If anything, sometimes we can be like going backwards a little bit because it's like sometimes the test of our patience and and all of that. And so it could be, again, um, a circumstance when from the worldly perspective, you know, maybe we're focused on a circumstance in our life. Maybe um, you're in a season where you're ready to just get ahead financially or again, maybe it's a report. Maybe it's a health report. You're waiting through tests to get a clean bill of health. And that has actually been uh, my personal journey over the last year. And at some point, I will share more of this. Um, it's not the time now, but that has definitely been a very big part of my personal journey um, for the last 12 months has been walking out um, some different things going on with my body that I believe, you know, God is really using to invite me into just a deeper relationship with him. And that's not always been easy, but man, there has been so much growth this year because of that. And so maybe that's you. Maybe you are personally waiting for a clean bill of health, or maybe someone you love is waiting on that clean bill of health, right? Um, for someone else, it, like I said, it could be a relationship status um, or, you know, another person. So maybe that focuses, has something to do with your waiting on another person to do something. And that's outside of our control. I mean, the clean bill of health, waiting on other people, you know, all of these things when we're waiting on that worldly, from that worldly perspective are typically outside of our control. I mean, if they were in our control, then we probably wouldn't be waiting on those things, right? And so I just started thinking how tiring and defeating and mundane that can feel like when our focus is on the what in our weight. So instead, what if we took on more of a kingdom-minded focus and that would be on who. And you probably already know who I'm going to say, but that is Jesus. So when we can take our eyes during the wait off of the what, off of the things out of our control, off of our circumstances, off of those things that are stealing our peace and our joy and our trust and all of those things that are our inheritance, right? Then, um, you know, that, that's, that's just not what he has for us. He doesn't want us to be in a place of stress 
and carrying all this weight and these burdens. But when we focus on him, now here's the thing. He never promises that it's going to be easy, but he does promise that he will be with us every step of the way. And so we can take our eyes off of the circumstance, off of the pain it might be causing, off of the doubt, off of the fear, and instead focus our eyes on him because he promises to walk with us in everything that we're going through. And even though some things may be a mystery to us, it's totally not a mystery to God. He already knows. He already has everything planned out. He already knows the end of what you are waiting on right now. He already has it all worked out for your good, even if you can't see it. And so how do we do that? How do we take our shift off of the weight on the what and how do we focus instead on the who? How do we turn to focus on Jesus instead? Well, one of those is praise, praise and thanksgiving. And I feel like that really kind of goes along with gratitude. And so, you know, I think of one of my really good friends. We used to be in business together. Her name is Angie. And I always think of her whenever I'm kind of like grumbling about something in my life. And I'll never forget, she would always say that she would turn the things that she was frustrated about, like into a praise or into a blessing. And so I'm going to share her advice with you. So that might look like, you know, for example, she might say something about, oh, like I really am frustrated that I have to clean my house right now. So instead of walking around saying that and letting that, you know, just take over her whole thought process and make her grumpy, she would just turn it into a praise and say, thank you, God, for a house that I get to clean. And I know this seems so simple, but it is such a difference when we, you know, take every thought captive, right? Renewing our minds. And so, and it can come in these simple little ways too. It, I mean, yes, it's important for the really, really big things, but when you start with these small things, it's like training those spiritual muscles to be able to do that with the big things too. Or, you know, maybe your mom that's hiding behind like seven loads of laundry. I get it. I already told you, you probably could hear my dryer going right now. Um, you know, how about instead of complaining that there's more laundry to be done, thanking him for all of the clothes that your family has that you get to fold. Okay. Now I know I'm kind of preaching to myself on that one too. That's, um, that's still a work in progress, but you get the idea. And so, uh, today actually was a great opportunity for that, for our family, because, um, Tennessee, you know, we live in the Nashville area and Tennessee actually, I guess is doing these, um, uh, what are they called? Um, Oh my goodness, I just drew a blank, y'all. Um, it's the blackouts, right? I think that's what it is. Rolling blackouts, I'm pretty sure. I just need to come up with some words so we can keep rolling here. But anyway, to cons- in an effort to conserve energy, um, that is what they're doing. So people in all these different areas have been without power. And like some people, it was only five minutes. Some people, it's been hours. Some people, it's been all day. And so here we are, you know, Christmas Eve, Eve, um, with, you know, 
I mean, we really had things that we could be doing. Um, not to mention it was zero degrees today here. Zero. Like I don't even know the last time I saw single digits here. If you live in the North or somewhere else, Hey, I know that that's not new to you, but here we don't see that a lot. Okay. So we had a little bit of snow and zero degrees. Okay. And it actually felt like negative temperatures. So on a day that we could have really, really used our gas heat, right? Um, the electricity goes out and we didn't even know this was going to happen until after it happened. So our electricity went out and then y'all to top it off, I kid you not, all of our fire alarms in our house started tripping. And so here we have, you know, my eight-year-old and my five-year-old who are freaking out and they're putting on like noise canceling headphones because they don't know what's going on. My husband is trying to hook up the generator that won't work so we can at least get some heat and have access to our fridge. Um, all while these fire alarms are just going off. We have a puppy and it was just felt like pure chaos. Okay. Um, like our initial reaction was not the best, right? Um, my husband was definitely frustrated. I was frustrated. I was more frustrated by the fire uh, alarms going off in the house because I don't know, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, maybe of them. And those jokers allowed. Okay. And so anyway, <laughs> you know, it was an unforeseen circumstance. And I just remember like, you know, finally he just had the bright idea of, Hey, let's go sit in my work truck. Like we couldn't get them to go off. We didn't really think at that time to pop the batteries out of them, which I know some of you are like, why don't you just do that? But that, that wasn't our initial thought process. We kind of thought they would just go off. Um, we've lost power before and that's never, ever happened. So it was just really weird. But anyway, he had the bright idea that we could just go sit in his work truck because he had already had it started to leave and it was very warm and toasty and did not contain fire alarms. Okay. So here are my kids and I and our dog, we all go out and we're like, literally we're sitting inside a truck outside of our own home just so we can have heat and quiet. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and you know what? I, I really started to think like, and this is only because God's already been working on me in these waiting periods. But I mean, I, it ended up being kind of fun. It was like, well, we're never going to forget this. Like, this is going to be a very memorable Christmas. Like you almost just had to laugh at it, you know? And so again, maybe a silly example, but again, when we really start with those small things, then, um, it really does help us to see the big things. And so when we came back inside, we did, you know, we were still without power for a couple hours, but, uh, thankfully we got the noise under control, um, by popping out the batteries. But I will say, you know, it got down to about 62 degrees in our house, which doesn't sound cold, but inside a house that's cold. And I just remember, you know, sitting on the couch with my kids and blankets and thinking, man, we are spoiled. Like what if, you know, like I am so grateful that a, we have a home and we have heat, you know, 99.9% .9 of the time when we need it. Right. And I'm just, I'm thankful for blankets. I'm thankful for, um, food, you know, I'm thankful. Like it was just all these things that I could start to see that I probably take for granted, 
um, that I was really seeing, Hey, like, thank you that we have this on a regular basis. Cause I can't imagine living any other way. And so again, maybe a long winded version of the story, but you, you get the point. So that's one way that we can focus our eyes is praise and gratitude. Like you cannot stay mad or in fear or sad. Um, when you are expressing praise and gratitude, okay, and thankfulness. And so that is one way. Um, I kind of gave you like three ways all in one. (laughs) Um, But another is to spend time with him. So praise him for what he's already doing in your weight or what, like the blessings that you already see in your life. And, you know, another would be to get still with him. I mean, this year I have seriously been quiet more than ever. Um, not talking to people wise, obviously we, you probably know this by now on this podcast, but I mean, like with God, with Jesus, like when I didn't know what to do when he was leading me in a different way, you know, in terms of my health, like I don't know what the answers are except to trust you with this. And so that is what I'm going to do. And it turned into, you know, tears in my closet, like praising through the tears, like believing even when I couldn't see when the end was going to be here. Right. And so, um, that is one of the things that really, really will give us so much hope is to use that opportunity in the wait, instead of focusing on the circumstance, focus on him and what he's revealing to you. Because I can tell you that through this waiting period in my own health journey, it really actually helped me face a lot of things in my life and spiritually and mentally heal from a lot of past trauma um, past mindsets that were actually really being stored up in my body and causing a a lot of havoc in my body. Um, and you know, it's not always about the food that we put in our body, which yes, that is big, but you know, a lot of bodily issues can come from suppressed traumas and, and stress. And so this was really an invitation to me to slow down and be still with him and allow myself to heal because my body needed it, you know, and it has been such a gift to get to really engage with the father more and understand more of how he sees me and how he loves me and believing in his promises for me. Like you talk about walking out trust. Um, it, I mean, I, I don't know how we can exercise our faith and our trust muscles without having something to overcome, without having a weight. When we're always running around and in control of everything, like I'll speak for myself. I know when my life is going that way, I don't typically slow down and and be still before him. And so, like I said, this was a really great opportunity to dive in deeper with him. And so that is another practical way that we can shift our focus is, you know, 
What do you have for me here? What do you want me to learn from this? What can you show me that you're doing here in this place? Or how can I see you? How can I cling to you more? And maybe for you, that is things that he reveals to you in his word, in his written word. And sometimes it's things that he reveals to you through just the Holy Spirit and what you can sense from him. Um, and then the final, final way is when we are focused on him through the way, when we are focused on Jesus, y'all, he is hope. He is peace. He is love. He is joy. I don't know any other way to explain it, but when we can take our eyes off everything else and just look at him, it's like all of those things are completely irrelevant. And you want to know why? This ties back to what my pastor put out um, today. So this is actually a quote from, um, I believe it's the Waiting Here for You Advent Study. It's by Louis uh, Giglio. And, um, it, and this is what it said for today. It says, though we are still longing to experience everything God has promised, okay, one wait is over. Christ has come. Sin was defeated and love has won. Our sins are forgiven. And I was just like, yes. I mean, when we can take our focus from the what in our waiting period to the who, that, that right there, I could not come up with those words better myself. Knowing that he has come, right? knowing just like this advent like we were all the people in the old testament were waiting for the messiah waiting for him to come waiting for him to be born and y'all he was he already was and we're on the other side of that we don't have fall into that group of people who are waiting okay now we're just getting to wait for like you know when he comes back which is probably way easier because now we can live life with so much more peace and so much more, um, love and joy and hope. And oh my gosh, like we're no longer separated from the father by our sins because he paid the price for all of that. This tiny little baby born in a manger, God made himself flesh, came to take it on for us. And when we put our focus on him when we put our focus on Jesus our status is irrelevant our circumstances are irrelevant anything that any health reports say about us is irrelevant all of it it's irrelevant because our hope is secured in him Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning in today. I really hope today's message just blessed you. And you know, for those of you who are maybe experiencing some pain through this season leading up to Christmas, I really just want to bless you to give yourself grace. If you're in a season of grieving, allow yourself to grieve. If you're in a season of waiting, Cling to the words from today's podcast. Cling to the truth that your Savior 
has already come, born in a manger, and he has paid the price for your life. He loves you so much. And so as we wait, let's shift our focus to the one who truly matters and wants to bring you peace. Merry Christmas, everyone.